0: Alan isn't back, so gotta play yeah, the Alan got
1: the toilet buzzer <laughs> instead of like a, a, a clock.
2: That you know, three, two, one. Eh, it's just Balmer screaming toilets. That's where you <laughs> know where I am. We need one of his restrooms that he's gonna have. He's gonna have three times the amount of restrooms in his arena. We need one right here. Just <laughs> you know, should this get, corner. Get one of those outhouses like at a construction site. Just put it in the corner a of the porta potty. The problem is, problem is, then there's like two of us in line we're like all right we're just waiting there was a like, line in there this time there was like, a line yeah, was just hear that plastic door slam every segment
1: <laughs> those things are not great look i i'm kind of with steve balmer on his uh the li- it's the little things in life that can really make a big difference right. the not having to wait for a bathroom getting back in your seat in time not a one of the things that i think sofi nailed when they opened nailed if you're waiting more than two minutes to get a beer you're doing it wrong because there's a beer thing every ten feet at SoFi food Stadium. Food wasn't
2: that way. The the
1: food, I, food. took forever when I went that Raiders Chargers game. Yeah, the, but I'm just saying, like there there's a beer stand. That part you're every right. Every six steps, and none of them have long lines, more than a person or two. That's a good way to do it. A Get good PA guy is
0: important. Good PA guy, guy that keeps your like I like the sorry DJ Musky. Musky, yeah, he's great. He and is good. It adds to the. What whole- about Nita? Yeah, she's also awesome too. She, she cranks. She, she shreds.
1: Yeah, she's awesome. She's awesome. Nita is the uh, guitar player that mm. they have. Then she's like she plays with Alice Cooper and all these. Like she's a real like rock god guitarist goddess, I guess in this case. It's awesome, and she's terrific. It's it's the little things. And if I can just go in there and the bathroom is clean and available, heck yeah. Well, I mean, look, go to the Coliseum. Awesome. I mean, just amazing. <laughs> That is the exact opposite of I know. what Steve Ballmer is going for. Yeah, that's always the trophs. They, they, listen, they don't, that, they, the troughs are they gone, got rid of? Thankfully. Yeah, they got rid of that. Troughs are gone from Dodger mm-hmm. Stadium. They're gone from the calls. I don't know if there's maybe like Wrigley Field or Fenway Park. There's still some troph action. Wrigley sounds like that's exactly. Last time I was at Wrigley was, gosh, it's at least ten years ago. But they mm-hmm. were troughed up.
0: I think Virginia Tech uh, football stadium has troughs for the guys. So, yeah,
2: yeah. It's, it's I, I don't. <laughs> I don't disagree that Ballmer with the bathrooms is not. Hey, it's the little things. I'm just surprised. Guys, that's his opening pitch to every pitch to, to <laughs> into it. U- no. It's an unusual like to start. They, you walk in and the first thing he does with Kawhi and PG and everybody, hey, guys, take a look. Take a look at what? <laughs> look how many back. Count him out. Look at all that plumbing. Then he has like a spreadsheet that says, Look how many Crypto has. Look how many <laughs> Sacramento has. And a
0: nice bathroom goes a long it does. way. It goes a long like, way, the but ones the opening like, pitch.
2: it does. It makes it makes it. I'm
1: with. But Al, you can't but have it. An, you can't it's have a, a, a weird new. opening offer. You can't. Tell me, you can't Tell me about your stadium. More bathrooms than any other in the entire league. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. All
2: right. <laughs> so how's the team? Cool. But so what's capacity like? Where's it located? <laughs> uh, did you not hear me? You're not listening.
0: How's the parking?
1: Bathrooms. Yeah, par- par- parking is huge. No, they're great. that might be number one. Or
0: or like. Easy Not in even, and out. Yeah, Easy you can, in you and can out. have good um, public, public transport train. is a big thing too, so that is fine.
2: Can I get in and out easily? Okay, well, I wonder for where they're located. You would tell me that every game you get an update. I didn't go to a game. A game. I went early on Chargers and the uh, and the Raiders. They have their own, or they're using the like. Is it the parking? You're talking yeah. About? Is it leaked together? I would. Assume, and this is completely an assumption.
1: I would assume they will use some of that. So yeah, up, might wh- as well. Why not? Yeah, right. But they'll probably not?
2: have their own. As have well. their own, but then you have a, a, literally a seventy-something thousand stadium that's
0: because the forum right there. You I'm can you. use both too, because like for both shows at both places, you can overflow.
1: I wonder what it's going to do for the dynamic for the Lakers and the Clippers, and it, it, we'll, we'll get to the Lakers to be in above the line in a second. Having their own place. Because when they had their own place prior at the sports arena, it was such a dump that Mm -hmm. it it, it almost didn't even qualify, right? They literally – and did you ever go to an NBA game at the sports arena? Um,
2: No. The only (laughs) – and I I got an equivalent of a better dump, the sports arena in San Diego, where you went and got your burrito.
1: Yeah, did you go to an – end? because it was weird. Like, there's dumpy stadiums all over the place, but when you have, like, a major league product in a dump like that, it's really – odd like you had Michael Jordan coming in to the sports arena you had Shaquille O'Neal coming into this way it was just it was so surreal the juxtaposition of these incredible teams and players in this incredibly yeah. lucrative league playing
2: in a dump can I can I give you a fantastic example KD's first year with the Golden State Warriors okay that was San Diego used to get a preseason game every year They'd get the Lakers game, whoever they're playing. KD's first year as a Los Angeles Laker, or I'm sorry, as a Golden State Warriors down in San Diego. So you're talking about these elite, unbelievable athletes. They had to stop the game, at, remember, at halftime because the floor had too much too much moisture. The stadium was just awful. You're right. You're like, how are these unbelievable? Right. The world-class athletes playing in this arena. I think that's the description. I
1: wonder what it does for their psyche, for their level of... not. I'm not talking competitiveness as far as like, we got this player and you got that player. Just... We've got our own place. It's state of the art. We have an owner worth, what did you say, $80 billion? $88. Uh, 88 billion 88. Dollars who is sparing no expense on toilets and everything else. That you we, have your own
0: ring of honor or your
1: jersey retirements if you want those. We've got our place. We're not sharing a, and quite honestly, the Clippers are not sharing Staples Center. They're renting a room in Staples Center. They're living in their brother's house, and they've got their own room in the back. That mm-hmm. that that's what it is, right? They they don't have any ownership in that, no matter what they want to tell themselves. They're gonna have full ownership in this new place. Does it change it? Because I I think it could change all of the stuff around it. The product on the court still needs to be really good, but. The quicker they carve out their own identity entirely, the better for that organization.
2: I'll tell you what I think it does change. I, I think it is a difference. I think any time that you could take a 20,000-seat stadium and call it your own home, and everything you do there is based I mean, really, it's direct competition. What Inglewood is doing right now is direct competition with LA Live, right? That Those concerts that maybe were just a no-brainer. Yeah, crypto's getting them, crypto's getting them. Into a Dome is probably going to get a lot of those. Mm -hmm. I think the – and I I set it up that way because I think also if you're a Clipper fan, you're saying to yourself, for sure, awesome, I don't have to go to a stadium where the seats have been purple for years, and you know that everything this is all – at the end of the day, as much as you try to put lipstick on a pig, it's still what it is. It is The the Los Angeles Lakers building. I think it changes from that dynamic, and I think that there's going to be a little bit of excitement for a Laker fan saying, hey, this is kind of cool. We have a Clippers home game, Lakers and the Clippers. we got to drive 20, 25 minutes out to Inglewood to go catch a game. What won't change? You're going to have an unbelievable amount of Laker fans there when they're playing each other. Yeah, but that's true of every Laker game, whether it's in Oklahoma City, Atlanta, Agreed. Chicago, Agreed. it doesn't but, matter. But that's not going to stop. Oh, well, it's not our home. Lake fans they're going to be there. No, no, no. They're, but they're, I, d- I do think everywhere. it changes a little bit of an identity for the Clippers. I, I don't underplay that. I, I'm a I'm a big what Bombers doing is that's all you can ask for if you're a Clipper fan. Everything he's doing is the right thing for the Clippers. I don't think it's going to happen this year,
1: but I, I'm from an intellectual exercise. I'm not a Clipper fan, but from an intellectual situation, I would love to see what happens to them if they ever got over the hump. Like it because so far they're, they're so much better than they were ten years ago. Right? They have better players. They have infinitely better ownership. They're a competitor in the Western Conference. But they still you, – you can say about the Clippers, yeah, they're the Clippers, man. Their they're, they're two best guys don't play very often. They still have only gotten to the Conference Finals once in 50 years. Bah, 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 right? What if that's not true anymore? What if they do go to the Finals? What if they win an NBA championship? What does that do? They're, not, they're never going to be the Lakers. That's not the point. The question, though, is – How does it change the legitimacy of the franchise as far as free agents, as far as attraction, as far as just kind of starting to become something other than the guy that is in the Lakers back room? That's the part that's interesting to me, not just from the facility, but if they ever got over the hump or got closer than they've ever been before, what does that do? Well, let me ask you this. I think it does a lot.
2: Did did you think it was going to change when PG and Kawhi joined the Clippers? Not unless they won. Do you feel like any do you feel like a lot has changed since those two came? the the change that has happened
1: in the Clippers over the last ten years, let's say, has mm-hmm. everything to do with the ownership and very little to do with the play on the
2: court. Okay. So I, I agree with you. I don't think that's changed. I think even if they won an NBA championship, I don't know how much it's going to change. Well, I think it's changed a lot. What, what, what give me your description your definition the, of a lot the, you,
1: you can't, it would be they would be a legitimate NBA franchise in the sense that we're contenders in this not because we're telling you that we are but yeah. because we are Mm-hmm. There's a difference between saying, hey, we got our guys. Yeah, but you've, ne- you've never been here before. You know, you guys don't belong here. Where all of a sudden, Milwaukee goes from, hey, they got Giannis and they got these good places too. We know they can win an NBA championship. They're, they have a presence and an aura about them that is different than, say, the Phoenix Suns, who are very good and they've got good players but it's still like are you guys ever going to punch your ticket or not that once you've done that and it doesn't last forever if the if the bucks go another you know 20 years without winning one it goes back to the way it was but in the short term if you win one of those you can kind of have your chest out a little bit you can kind of have one of those look we're we're here we won one we're going to try to win another one it does change things
2: i think the description of the franchise because they won can change but i don't I guess my question too, that's why I was asking, give me more details, how much does it change in LA? I, I that not portion a ton. I don't think changes a lot in LA. But the perception of who the Los Angeles Clippers are, that, that will that. change. And it might not be in my eye or your eyes, but let's just say other NBA fans across the country can say, Oh wow, that is Oddly, LA is the worst market
1: to measure that by. Right, because not only do you have another team, you have the Lakers. Right, it's not just another team. It's the Lakers who have you know a hundred championships and a hundred Hall of Fame players. It's the biggest hill that you got. Right, you know. so they're not trying to climb the hill against the Lakers. They're trying to climb the hill against the league. Right, that the Lakers are a one-off. They they are just a, a one of one, and trying to compete with them is a losing errand. Mm-hmm. Like globally, you can compete with them in a season. Which brings us to this: the Lakers and the Clippers are both over the line, but under the line. What's that going to look like? That's coming up next. It's Travis
3: Lee, 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and gold!
1: A lot of people still coming in, Slee, with what their older siblings used to do to them as children. DW has, I'm the last of seven. Wow, you got it, you got it from six other people. Sorry, DW. The list, forced dress wearing, loogie drip, noogies. Pull the finger, blame for all calamities, hot sauce on the finger when you're sleeping so when you wake up and rub your eyes. Oh, that's not good. Then much more, yeah, I'm the baby slash spoiled. That's rough, D.W. That's a, that is that is quite a list.
2: He came out one of two ways. Damaged or as hard Tough as a rock. As nails. Yeah, you know <laughs> what I mean, there's nothing that will break them. Nothing that will break them at all.
1: Tough as nails. Hopefully, because otherwise, everyone you look at, like that guy's going to do something. That guy's going to put hot sauce on my finger. That, by the way, that's I've never heard of that. Never heard of that. The Lugie drip is a common one. We've had yeah. a lot of that, and that's real gross, but a kind of a common one along the way. Here's our pal JC Ventura. JC, what do you got for us? How's
4: it going, fellas? Well, I'm the oldest brother, and there's three of us and um, we're all about three years apart. But I used to be pretty hard on my brothers, I'm not gonna lie, my dad told me to make sure they were tough, they can handle themselves. Until one day, I believe I was 22 years old at the time and they were a little older in high school now working out and anything like that. They decided one day that was gonna be the day that they get me. And uh, I'm walking down the hallway and uh, sure, they jumped out of the room, they, they just started pounding on me, I said, okay. This is the day. Let's do it. And by the by, the end of everything that happened, all three of us were repairing drywalls throughout the house and stuff.
1: You <laughs> got jumped. Of
4: replaced tables and chairs and yeah, everything else. JC,
1: that doesn't sound like, like a prank. That sounds like an assault. That, that sounds like you got attacked in your own home.
4: Well, they got tired of all the noogies and <laughs> and hard things I used to do with them. Uh, I used to have a pet iguana. I used to stick in the bed with them, but they couldn't stand. And That's... so they thought they, they thought they were going to get back at me that day. To this day, my youngest brother says that was the most, worst mistake he ever made in his life.
1: <laughs> Thank you for the call, JC. Appreciate it. Then to fix the drywall in the house, the honesty—he literally got jumped. That's all I heard.
0: I'm sure Mr. or Mrs. J.C. and Ventura were, we're really very happy, happy about, about that it. in their house.
1: I, yeah, I, I, I'm trying to think what my reaction would be if I came home and there were holes in the drywall from my children assaulting each other. I I don't think I'd be thrilled about would that. Would Bobby be the one explaining everything? Okay, Dad, here's what happened. Okay. No, he, he would just go, I don't know how that happened. He'd have like a, a, sp- a split lip, a bloody eye. Michael would have a broken arm. Drywall on his <laughs> knuckles. Yeah, the dust all over his knuckles and his clothes would be covered. Dad, it's crazy, I man. What's happening with the weather? it looked like
2: this.
0: <laughs> My sisters and I, I think, did do something similar-ish. Not really, but there's a, we had to fix the drywall. Or the drywall was ruined because we had put our little sister in a stroller and we had stairs that went like... Down a f- like a small flight and that then down another Turn. small flight. So we push her down the small flight into the wall. So it's kind of almost like a, a. How
1: old was your sister? Pretty
0: young. It's almost like a Stanley in the office kind of thing People where she evil. gets there. So but she's fine. Evil. She she had a helmet on. It was all good. Human beings can be pretty rough on one another.
2: At least I do like the they had a helmet on. That's a good uh, <laughs> safety first. It was just like
0: stealing the office.
2: <laughs> okay, yeah. is this is this a good comp or no? Um, you got an owner in Steve Ballmer that's got more money than he knows what to do with, and he's passionate. He wants to win. All right. We keep talking about Cohen of the Mets, mm-hmm. and you're looking at two big markets, and you're looking at two iconic franchises, the Lakers and the Yankees. I don't think it's the best comp, but I, I mean, it, this is the best way that I can explain it. I think there are real, at least my perception of it, there are a lot of Mets fans. There sure. are real Mets fans. They're very passionate about their Mets. They love being Mets fans. There is no... Um, if if it, Yankees are going to dominate, but there's also... I feel like, again, this is just my perception, the Mets fan base is a real fan base. Yeah. But the comp is the closest thing that I could get to where here you now have a new owner that walked in it has got all the money in the world. And he's saying the only way that I could just at least get the respect from some of these other teams, some of these other franchises, get respect from the sport, is i got to go out there and get big-time people. That's the best comp that I have, but I don't think there's a Clipper fan base the way there is a Met fan base. I think there is. I, I,
1: I think because
2: we're here. And you, you know might be I mean? right. The, I the, genuinely don't and, know. And you and
1: I in particular are so Im- embedded in the Laker culture Because of where we work, because of what we do, because of the teams that we root for, it's a little hard to see the forest through the trees, right? I I think that it is a good comp because when you have a city the size of New York, when you have a city the size of Los Angeles, you can be the B and still have a ton of fans and still be dwarfed by the A. Both Hmm. of those things can be true at the same time. The Mets do have a fan base. But it's nowhere near what the Yankees are. The Clippers have fans. I, I think we, we, you know, usually when I'm saying it, it's tongue-in-cheek. But the Clippers have fans. They just don't have any fans relative to what the Lakers have. It's it, it's an unfair comparison like we were talking about a minute ago. It is similar to what you're talking about in New York. And I think that what Cohen is trying to do is similar to what Ballmer has tried to do, which is who are the best players available? Okay, that's Justin Verlander. Pay him. Who's the best player available? It's Kawhi Leonard. Okay, pay him. Give him whatever he needs to get him. Trade whatever picks move. you got. Right? doesn't matter. The Mets have a, a relatively new stadium, so I don't think they're going to do that anytime soon. But whatever it takes, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go make that thing happen. But unless the Mets win, and, and again, they'll never be the Yankees. Unless the Clippers win, unless the Mets win, they're still just that, yeah, you got a rich owner, spend a lot of money, but you guys are exactly the same. But when you punch that ticket, and the Mets have... They've won two World it, Series. But in 69 and 86, it's been mm-hmm. a long time. You're mm-hmm. still like, yeah, you're that other guy. And you can. the Angels are a perfect example. For a moment, they were never the Dodgers, but for a moment, they were the better team. Like in the early part of the 2000s when they won the World Series, yeah. were going to the ALCS. Mm-hmm. Seem, you know, for five years, the Angels were one of the best teams in baseball.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: And then they weren't. And then it went right back to the way it was, where the Dodgers were the big bad guy on the block with all the fans, and the Angels were the B, who wasn't very good. you got to punch your ticket. But for a minute, they had a chance. The Clippers need to do that. That's they the, need
2: to punch the ticket. That's the best comp that I could give. I think that's an interesting one where you got two owners that came in with all the money in the world in the biggest markets going up against two franchises that are as iconic as it gets. you got to win.
1: You're always going to have fans, but mm-hmm. it, you're never going to be on in the mix. I, I don't know how to say it other than the Clippers right now are just on the edge of being in the mix. They
2: wait, beat wait, the you Lakers can't, in
1: play-in a little bit better, win a championship mm-hmm. a lot better,
2: but you're never going to be what the What you can't do is you can't be the Clippers and say, you could do this. You could say, yeah, but we have beat you ten in a row, doesn't nine matter. in a row. Doesn't matter. You can't do, yeah, but we got to the playoffs and you did it. Doesn't that matter. That doesn't really matter. Nope. But what you can say is, listen, I know you got 17- we got the last one we got the most recent one we got the last one we, be, and, we got one before you uh, more recent than when you got one. it's like one. the
0: rams and the 49ers like the one that matters they got
2: and we beat you head up we beat you head up
1: right if the clippers and by the way this is, we should the clippers and lakers are both in the 7 to 10 spot right the lakers are right, right. The, this is part of kind of the conversation at, at yeah. the 9 and the clippers are at the 7 right now right so they wouldn't play each other in that first round but the clippers lose and the lakers win they're playing in a knockout game a lot of things can happen between then and now, but this is how it starts. And eight, nine, eight, eight, nine. Okay, yeah. eight, nine. So same scenario, right? They, they, the Clippers would have to lose, the Lakers would have to win for them to play each other mm-hmm. in the in a knockout situation. Mm-hmm. That's a bad matchup for the Lakers. I, if everybody's healthy, I still do not like that. That's ten in a row. The Clippers mm-hmm. have beat them ten times in a row. Lakers are playing a lot better. Clippers are actually playing a lot worse. But sometimes there's just that, ah, oh, finally, these are the guys that we needed to see to kind of get right all of a sudden. And as weird as it sounds, the Lakers are kind of that team for the Clippers right now.
2: So the if the scenario did play out that way, you know, obviously, listen, we're going to have to wait and see what happens to Bron. They still have another matchup against each other. I think April 5th is the last time those two teams will play each other. Um, I'm okay with the matchup. I know what you're saying about, hey, they've lost nine in a row, whatever it is. We'll see 10. what happens April fifth if it, <laughs> so it's ten right now. Uh-huh. So whatever that number is, ten. I, I think the <laughs> difference is I think the difference is this is a new this is a different um different version of the Lakers team as it is kind of a different version of the Clippers team. So maybe that game on April 5th would be fascinating because it would be the first time you see two squads. Russ is now on that team. Uh, One team has kind of slid. The other team has gone up. But it it will come down to... Is Bron going to be there? Is he not? I mean, right now, all we're talking about is getting into the playing tournament. But if we're actually going to have a real conversation about the Lakers being the top eight when the dust settles and having a chance in the first round, that's, of course, going to come down to if Bron's there or not. The
1: best part is the Lakers do not have to squint and come up with some ridiculous series of events that lands them in the sixth spot. They just kind of keep need to do what they've been doing. Th- Where is, that was the case, right r- r- in,
2: before the trade deadline for or whatever. Before the
1: trade deadline, and even when LeBron was diagnosed with the tendon injury or went out with the tendon injury, it was oh boy, something weird is going to have to happen. Well, it, I swear I don't mean this in a bad way. Something weird has kind of happened. Anthony Davis has been consistently great for the better part of a couple of weeks, and if he continues to be, they don't no, nothing else really weird he needs to just keep doing that, and we'll, we'll mm-hmm. see whether or not he can they're the they're the air quote hot team in that group of five or six teams that's all kind of lumped together they're the they're the hot one right now long way to go yeah but they're
2: the hot one right now get D'Angelo back sooner than later maybe by friday any i think there's uh i think there's i think he's going to go through a workout darvin am said yes he'll go through a workout today tomorrow to determine whether he can go on so friday
1: let's say by the weekend so he mm-hmm. comes back by the weekend all of a sudden you don't need weird stuff. You just need to continue playing well, and you, maybe all this play-in stuff is null and void. Now you're at the six, and you're playing Phoenix would be a bad draw right at the shoot. You don't want that. But maybe Could Sacramento get Memphis, could Memphis in the first round. Could be Memphis, could yeah. be Sacramento, could be Phoenix. Two of those I think are pretty favorable to mm-hmm. you. Phoenix, you don't want Phoenix in the first round.
2: Yeah, you don't want – and that right now, I think that's like all these teams jockeying there. Phoenix is in fourth. Nobody wants to be fifth if they're in fourth. You just don't. You don't I want mean, to play
1: Phoenix at all, and you really don't want to play them in the first what round. What if it's the Warriors in the first round, right? That could happen. I'd rather play the Warriors than the Phoenix.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. No, 100%. What I'm saying is that imagine if you're the Golden State Warriors, you're like, okay, we get them. Uh, first. And by the way, even anywhere. Phoenix, you're like, I okay, got the Warriors in the first round?
1: I don't think Phoenix is sweating too many people. I th- th- That looks really good. It does really, look good. It's really sustainable. You know what KD's amazing at? That, that I think this may be one – he's got a lot of superpowers, but one of his great superpowers – he can miss a lot of time and just show up and look like he hasn't missed a day. Effortless. Effortless. Yeah, like Effortless. Anthony Davis, LeBron James. It's almost like a little bit of a of an on ramping process to get them back in, get their minutes up, get kind of knock some of the rust. A or KD yeah. could miss a month. Mu- he missed a season and came back and looked like he hadn't missed a day. He's he's something else. Yep. He is something else. All right, the inaugural pickleball madness tournament coming up a week from Saturday, March 18th, 10 to 4 at the Mile Square Park in Fountain Valley, of course, the Agape Pickleball Center. Reserve seating is available. You can register for that at espnla.com. Come on out and hang out with us. We're going to have a great day. It is open to anybody that wants to come. You can bring your kids. There is a kid zone. There is a beer garden. There's complimentary food and drinks. You can watch me and Slee play bad pickleball. Maybe we'll get lucky and advance out of the first round. Who knows? But you got to come out to see it thanks to our pals at Michelob Ultra Bud Light Seltzer and Pizza Hut come see me and Al play bad pickleball have a few beers and hang out I think that's the best pitch Al
2: I'm in. I'm in because we have to be there but I'm also in because we'll probably be done by 11 o'clock and we have seven hours to chill with everybody let's talk a little bit about the Powell retirement ceremony
1: last night and some of the things that AD was saying about it after it's coming up next it's Travis Lee 710 ESPN
3: 10 seconds on the clock how many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships.
1: The NCAA tournament is one week from tomorrow. Slee. Selection Sunday coming up uh, in just a few days, but we will be out Yamava Resort and Casino. Next to Thursday, yep. that is the 909 Sports Bar for a tournament tip-off watch party. We'll be broadcasting live starting at 10 a.m. Our show will be on. We'll hand it off to Mason in Ireland. Sedano and Cap, 10A to 7P on Thursday, March 16th. Come on out. Hang out with us. Press the flesh. Me and sleep. Mason and Ireland. Sedano and Cap. Wall-to-wall LEDs. 150-plus screens. 32 craft beers. It's the perfect place to watch all the college basketball action. Plus, we'll be giving away prizes. Autograph memorabilia. Must be 21 and please gamble responsibly. Uh, it be I'm, a fun day. I'm, I'm looking forward to it.
2: It'll be a fun day, and it's one of the few times while we're doing our show, there's going to be a lot of action going on. Obviously, the games start at 9 a.m., and the entire time that 710's is there, there's games going on all day. That's the beauty of Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, that opening four days. Anytime you you uh, turn on the TV, something's going to be on.
1: And there's so many games, you're guaranteed that at least some upsets. Uh, well, not even upsets, but I mean, hopefully some upsets, but just good games. Yeah. There will be close games. You're not going to get like sometimes even on an NBA like Saturday afternoon where there's basketball. Like there's three or four games on TV. There's a chance all four will be dogs mm-hmm.
2: right that you're not gonna get sixteen games and have, have all the of them be dogs NFL Thursday night games wasn't oh there like a God. streak of just these unbelievable <laughs> games? to the point where Al Michaels was like, oh, the hate calling the games do you hundred uh, <laughs> percent right about that do you um do you when the tournament starts? you kind of start this you know everybody kind of thinks they know what's going on all of a sudden where they're talking about, oh you know, my bracket i has arizona lose a game like this or do you not even try any of that at all i don't try anything so that when people it just kind of becomes a natural conversation thursday's the opening day and then by the time thursdays can you believe that north carolina only won by seven your round of golf
1: your fantasy football team your bad poker beats and how your bracket's doing these are things i do not care about just and and your dogs. I'm, I'm these watching. Are these, these are, what's that? Game of Thrones. But for me, yes. But Game of you need to find the right person for Game of Thrones, yeah. and you can talk about it all day. Like for instance, Al and I, we could talk about a lot of things that we both care about. Yeah. But even if you and I like, we both like to play poker, right? I don't really care about your bad beat. You don't care about mine. Your fantasy football team, even if we both play, it's like I don't really care about happens you. Happens to everybody. I just want to tell my story, yeah. right? college basketball brackets are that.
2: I thought about you yesterday for this exact reason. I'm watching it's a clip of step brothers. Okay. And he says uh um I forget her uh the I forget the uh what what's uh, Will Farrell's mom in the movie? Yeah. Um she asks Dale, she's like, uh, "So what do you do?" He goes uh I manage a baseball team. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, uh, what do you mean, like Little League? He goes, fantasy. <laughs> I thought of you for exactly that. Some people are so into it. That's just like the perfect scene. They're all at the dinner table together, whatever it is. But Mary Steenburgen's good in that movie.
0: Yeah, she's Nancy.
1: Yeah, Nancy, Nancy. that's who it is.
2: Nancy. It's a perfect name, too. Yeah. It was- The guys knows what they're doing. Everybody's name.
1: Uh, Powell's number goes up yesterday, number 16, right next to Kobe. (laughs) Dale and Brennan, right? Dale (laughs) Doback. It's it's great. Um, AD was asked, you know, was talking about it, and he said that he told Powell before the game that, you know, I want to be up there at some point in my life, and I think that's what we're all hoping for, right? We all want to see – Anthony Davis become a no brainer in that category because you know it when you see it, right? That you knew that at some point there was never a question of Kobe was going up, or Shaq and Magic and Worthy, and you just yeah, you just, just know, yeah. right? And but even at by the end of Powell's career, you knew Powell was going up there. You mm-hmm. knew it. It just was. It was an inevitability that he was going to go up. You and I both know LeBron James's number is going to hang up. Of course there. it will. It it yeah, absolutely of it will. will. Anthony Davis at this point, I think is likely to have his number up there, but it's not a slam dunk. And I think that's what we're waiting to hear, right? That we're, we're waiting to where we're not even, it's not even a point of conversation. And when he was talking about it, you know, I want to be up there one day as well. I want to be in that category, that group. Play like he's played the last couple of weeks and you know, play like that for a season or so. We are in no brainer territory. We we it's not an ability thing, it's an availability thing. And we're kind of getting a little glimpse
2: of it. So I I like the not shying away from it. I like the, I want to be up there. How cool is that? I mean, can you see? There's only 12 players that are up there now, including Powell. Listen, um, as much as Anthony Davis wants to be up there, every Laker fan wants him up there. Sure. Like, no, tomorrow. I mean, we, we talk about Anthony Davis. He comes up so much in conversations. And the question, unfortunately, a lot of the times with Anthony Davis is, is he available? Is he not available? Is he 100%? Is he not 100%? If he goes down on the ground, is it a bad injury? Are we going to lose him for a couple of weeks? And what you want that conversation to be, because this is the conversation with LeBron James. I know Braun's a different one. Or Actually, there's a better comp. Powell is a better comp. Powell came to the Lakers in 2008. He was traded to the Lakers. The Lakers went to three NBA finals in a row. Okay? And I'm not telling you that- Almost right away, too. Right away. Yeah. The, literally 2008, they lost to the Boston Celtics- 2009, they beat the Orlando Magic. 2010, they beat the the Boston Celtics. Instantly, it was you're cashing in and you're getting to the NBA Finals. At worst, you got a deep run in the playoffs and you lose whatever the case is. AD came to the Lakers. Instantly, you got to the NBA Finals. You won an NBA championship. And what you thought would be similar to what was happening with Powell and Kobe, it was like, well, next year, to explain to me why they're not the Western Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. Explain to me how they're not one of the two, three teams in the West that they're going to be back there. Instead, Trav, it's been a complete opposite since the NBA Finals. So as bad as AD wants to be up there one day in the rafters, every Lakers fan is also rooting for the same thing because every Laker fan, I don't want to say the franchise sold you on this. I think we sold ourselves. Hey, AD's the next guy. Yeah. So I, I, I think... I love what he's saying, but at the same time, what he's saying, every Laker fan's looking at it the same way. You
1: said something that I think is so spot on. And it's Emily asked me something this morning, like, when when are you going to be convinced that AD is what we've been talking about for the last five minutes? And you, you just said it in your answer, and that's the answer I gave her. When I see him fall and I'm not worried. That's when I'll. That's when I'll start to feel like that again. When I see him fall to the ground, which happens to everybody, guys get knocked down,
2: and you don't think about. And I don't think. Uh,
1: it, oh, is he getting. Uh, okay, good. He's up. When it's just when Jared Vanderbilt falls to the ground, I don't worry if he's getting up. Mm-hmm. When Austin Reeves gets knocked to the ground. I don't worry about him getting up. LeBron James, maybe a little more now than than in the past, but for Naturally, the better part 20 of years 17 in. of yeah. 18 years, LeBron got knocked down. He was basically Superman. He bounced right back up and he'd go and he'd shoot his free throws or whatever it would be. With Anthony Davis, you hold your breath. And until we're done with that portion of his Laker career, I don't know if he can be that guy, right? That he's it's not, is he good enough? He clearly is. It's not has he won a championship? He already has. It's all star games, all of those things, stats. We're done. It's can we just know that? Yeah, I'm not worried if he's going to be here night to night, week to week, month to month, season to season. And that the only thing that changes that is time. That's it. It's just I, I just the only thing that will change my mind is if if he got to the end of the postseason, right? The, whenever that might be, it may be in a month, it may be in two and a half months. I mean, who knows, right? Mm-hmm. If we go through that and he's available and we're not talking about is he going to rest here, is he going to do this, or he's got a little nagging knee or back or Mm -hmm. pinky or gets smacked in the the face, kind of a bad example. But are we just done with that? Then we can start having the conversation about the number. Then we can start having the conversation is can he be the best player
2: on the championship team? So everything you said is fair. Like I I don't know how people can kind of argue that. What I would argue is this. I haven't, and I've kind of said this since Braun went out, I'm not questioning whether AD can get the numbers. I think the numbers are going to be Is there. Is anybody? I, I think some people are saying, you know, it we'll go back to this. Can he carry the Lakers right now to try to get a playoff spot? I think there's some question marks there. I think some people are saying, I don't know, can he? Because he's been doing it with LeBron James. Can he do it without LeBron? I know when Bron's on the floor and AD's not, Braun can still carry the team. I don't know if AD can carry the team if Bron's not on the floor. He has the last At, couple weeks. So that that's kind of the point, since the injury. But I never question the stats about Anthony Davis. I question, is AD going to be able to be there for a long stretch of time? And a long stretch of time is not two weeks. No. Long stretch of time is not 30 days. A long stretch of time is not two months. A long stretch of time would technically be what you just said. Bron got injured. AD basically played in 85, 90% of the games, and he went all the way through however far the Lakers go. I don't know if you're ever going to get that feeling out when you say AD's on the floor oh my gosh, every th- is something wrong, is something not? I don't know if that's going to go away or time. put it this way. It's going to take a long time it's for take it to time. get
1: there. It's, it, it, fast forward to March 8th, 2024, a year from now. If he hasn't missed time other than the regular amount of time that people li- that lose, okay, then I think we're kind of through it, right? Like Steph Curry. When he came into the league, he had the foot thing and everyone's like, Oh, it's a foot. Yeah, bad ankle issues. And, and and all of a sudden he had a little bit of this and we're like Uh-oh, Embiid could, Embiid is a great example. We don't think about Embiid like that anymore. We know that Embiid is gonna be out there and Embiid's gonna go and, and play hard and play every night virtually. That you can you can rewrite the, the story. He's he's just starting to rewrite it. Like we're mm-hmm. literally in the first chapter of the rewrite. Hopefully, we get to chapter two. The playoffs would be chapter three. Yeah. the beginning of next season would be chapter four. But it's a ten chapter book. You got to kind of get through enough of it before, because even if early next season, it's like, oh my gosh, it happened again. It, it, they, they just we need an extended period of time where we're not having that conversation. I, I will tell
2: you this, and this falls into the AD front. Two weeks ago, when we found out, I think it was two, maybe a little less than two weeks ago, we found out about Braun and the se- severity of his injury. It's yeah. gonna take at least three weeks. I didn't, I didn't think we'd be having this conversation today. Of wow, the Lakers are still winning games. They're actually playing better. Moving AD's up. got a, AD's got a lot to do with that. It's the first time, and I know this is not ideal for Laker fans. It's the first time there's actually some real excitement around Lakers basketball, and that's not to say that ninth is the goal, but I'm not kidding. There's, there was a buzz yesterday, and we'll see what happens over the weekend. Um, Lakers basketball, at least there's something to play for right now. The Dump coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.
5: We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. I knew
1: this was coming. It was just a matter of, uh, I, I'm not going to lie, Clinton. I thought that this may be a, a phone call that got no, sent no, no. to the program yesterday. I needed to
5: look you in the face. <laughs> yes, I go, will go ahead. I'll repeat what was said when I was sitting right here in this seat. No, I wasn't sitting here. Maybe I was on the phone. He said, Alan, he said, must be nice to invite people to things that they're going to show up to. Now had a change of plans, Al. A little change of plans. Now, shall I? Let let's revisit all of the mess that I took. Uh Let me go to my let me go to my text, Al. I got a a text yesterday from one Mr. Sleeva. Yep. And here's what it said. Hold Mm -hmm. on. Please, filibuster.
2: Well, I listen, um, Trav, I will say this said, Al, I gotta kinda walk you through a situation and you tell me what you want me to do on Thursday. Oh,
5: okay. So he gave you an you gave him an out. Basically, no. Well, I, he,
2: he just said, "Here's the predicament. Here's the situation." And his son had his game move from Friday to Thursday. I can't, I can't do anything, excuse. anything there. I can't do anything. I there. was ridiculed. I was bamboozled.
5: I was dragged through the mud at this station for skipping one practice. And here it says no. Hey, Trev has to at a son's baseball game on Thursday. So, would you want to join hey, and be the fourth? Oh, when hey, I said good that too. I was just hanging around. Uh, when, I, when I said that too, I was in my head, I'm like,
2: Yates is probably like, how the tables have yes, turned. Exactly.
5: I was planning <laughs> no. on the crashing the practice anyway. This is just why. Just to make a point.
1: This is why it's not apples to apples. This mm. is apples to tow trucks.
5: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Okay. Once again, defense. I'm not I'm not going to play pickleball with someone else in lieu of playing with my good friend Alex. Almost
5: worse. You're I am not a, even going to practice for, pickleball. For, first
1: and foremost, you're I'm a family. Going to
5: do something man. you've done 100 times. You're,
1: you're, I I am a family man. I like to consider myself That's fair. an attentive father and I want to participate in these baseball games as often as I can because they're very limited time before they go away forever, so I like to seize the moment.
5: Real talk, Travis literally does text me clips of his son playing baseball <laughs> offline. Like, that's a real thing that happens in this Ooh, relationship. I got a new one for you. I, I just want to you either. to know, though, the best avail- best ability, availability, <laughs> yeah. turns out your boy's available. So enough of that. Well, enough I, I, of that. I did that help, I did help myself
2: out because the day before I shot Yates a call and said, hey, we got four already, but if you want to come out, come out. Yes. So it all kind of worked out because if I was like, "Hey, Clinton," the universe knows. Clinton ain't happening, buddy. If I was doing one of those, <laughs> right. and then I'm calling <laughs> Clint the next day and said, "Hey, man, just wanted right. to tell you,
5: uh, you look great today up. on TV." Uh, that's when I show up to the court. I, with I would have eggs given that call. Like, water. No,
1: you're not. going to Come out and play pickleball with us. Get lost.
5: <laughs> just saying. The tables have turned. Just wanted to the make sure turned. that I could see you with my face and say that. Travis.
1: I'm pretty excited about those real stirrups. Yeah, it's something Oh, yo.
5: Way. By the way, so Walt, all Travis and I talk about outside of this <laughs> station is basically high school and college. baseball. That's it.
2: Gouchers beat Pepperdine 11-1 yesterday. Saw
5: that. Uh,
2: and that's a great connection between. The oh two yeah, guys. that's
5: what we do. By the way, did you watch? Uh, you watch? I guess you probably didn't watch World Baseball Classic because you had to be up for this. Watched a little of it last night.
2: I, I, by the way, I'm 100% in.
5: I like it. It's kind of a weird format baseball tournament, which is is the appeal. It's yeah. not mm. like you're going rah-rah crazy. But oh they my got God. the right guys they in it. got the right it. guys. and these That's teams, a draw. That's definitely a draw sure. right there. These teams are kind of legit now. Mm-hmm. You know yes. what I'm saying? Like It's not like you've got two squads and everybody else is fielding you know bus drivers and high school history students, which, by the way, the Czech Republic <laughs> is, which is kind of cool. But it's a fun tournament. There's a couple of good games. I mean, a good game how, last night.
1: How about this? This is the... the, the this The DR team in the outfield, you have Juan Soto, Julio Rodriguez, Teoscar Hernandez, and Eloy Jimenez. Those are really good major league players. Absolutely. Right? In the infield, you have Jeremy Pena, Manny Machado, Wander Franco, Rafael Devers, Willie Adamas. I mean, these are legit guys. The Americans have Will Smith, Mookie Betts, Trey Turner, Mike Trout. Like These are the right guys. Yeah. It should be fun. It's a different
5: brand of baseball.
2: So do do people uh, – how does Major League Baseball – I guess you can, there's nothing you can really do about the timing of it, right? Because the timing's no, not perfect. There's no good place to put there's it. There's no that
5: believe that you should stop in the middle of the season not and put around chance. the All-Star game. I don't agree with that. Not that's not necessary. I, I, and I also don't think the goal of World Baseball Classics should be to get to something that is like – Like the World Cup? Yeah, to, that's not mm. that's not a realistic goal in this lifetime. No. This would be a showcase tournament – for players who want to do it and that'll probably get you the best result
1: it could be super offensive too because the, the one week link on all even these really good teams like the dr and the american team and and a little bit less with the japanese team because they have otani the pitching the, the best pitchers are not there and so, some pitch of
5: pitch counts yeah, as well. Yeah, that, yeah, that affects things a lot, too. It,
1: it could be highly offensive, which might be fun.
5: Yeah, no, it's it's a, it's an interesting thing. A couple, f- couple fun stories out of there. Cuba finally letting their big leaguers play on their team after they've gone to the big leagues. Panama's first time. thought you were going to talk mm-hmm.
1: about Hornman from Cuba. Hornman, by the way, <laughs>
5: is fantastic. That dude lives in Houston, as it turns out. But he goes to every single Cuban international sporting event and blows the horn. You guys
2: like are major. kind of selling me a little bit are of this. Are you familiar with Hornman, Slee? No. And
5: he draws a leadoff walk. Can you hear
2: that? Oh, yeah. It's... It,
5: You've been to a winner league game. You watch the winter league game. It sounds like that pretty much every time the was whole playing. game. Yeah. It's
1: like the Vandy Whistler. Yeah, the weet Vandy weet Whistler. Weet
5: by the way, weet that weet guy. Weet whole the whole
1: damn Vandy Whistler a
5: whole other dude. He's. Do you know that he has like a fully tricked out like car like van that's like got his whole insignia on it and it like uh, bells and whistles on it oh yeah the vandy whistler lives sounds that like life. a lifestyle yeah exactly. that's, that's a lifestyle not, anyway that guy world baseball classic not fun, not times. My guy. fun
1: times anything else that you would like to make fun of me for? Uh, minute, no, no 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 I'm,
5: I'm, see once again i'm never me, making fun of anybody yeah, no, you're, you're just you're, reaping you're, what you say you know what sir. this
1: is this is <laughs>
5: that's all that's happening i don't like that
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is you attacking me for being a good father is this, that's oh, all I'm right hearing. that's what
5: we're doing okay <laughs> that's, that's the right. card yeah, if there's exactly. any card to, play, good, that, card. That's that's card to play, that's what I'm that's a card to play because now listeners are like that yates man just what an a-hole he's gonna send me five videos of his kid striking out <laughs> and i'm gonna be like oh man he's got to get over on his front side a little <laughs> he more got, he got a knock can't the other attack guy. the slider the same he way.
1: got a knock the other day it's very exciting we've turned the corner a lot of things are happening Miguel All right, Vargas going to make
5: it
2: happen. Yeah,
1: tomorrow I'll be there. We'll
5: make it I will be there.
1: Miguel Vargas is going to do the thing in baseball that's fairly important. He's going to swing a bat <laughs> that he has been playing in spring training games, but has not been cleared to swing a bat. But when he gets back on the field, probably tomorrow, yeah. he's got a green light to actually turn it loose. Which Did is he insane. ever kind
2: of like pretend like he was going to swing? Like, ah, it's funny. We was were that? I was,
1: we were watching the that game
2: <laughs> They like I get it. The pitchers are pitching
1: them because the pitchers are trying to get work in, too. So they're yeah. not just going to throw yeah, yeah, yeah. BP fastballs down the middle. Until the other day against the Padres, the Padre pitcher was in a little bit of hot water, mm-hmm. and Vargas's spot Martinez, came up, yep. and he literally threw three patty practice fastballs oh, right. over Straight the at him. He's
5: like, he can't, he can't do anything. He can't right. swing.
1: And then yeah. the next guy split the gap, and it didn't matter anyway. But uh, Miguel Vargas is going to be able to uh, swing the bat again. J.J. Watt had something that I thought was really interesting basically every team that needed a quarterback in football yesterday atlanta charlotte or carolina dc miami the raiders these are all teams that are in the market for a quarterback miami maybe a little bit less so with tua but health considerations obviously could change that they all went out of their way to say we don't want lamar jackson Mm.
5: you know it's weird man we just talked about this that's weird and i on tv and i don't think it's i don't actually think it's that weird why It was a long time ago when he got that MVP. It was pre-COVID. It was many years ago in a football life sense. He's one in three in the playoffs. These teams need quarterbacks, but not at that price. I, this is an understandable football decision, even if I don't agree with it. For it me. But you, but just it real quick, really but, quick. Yeah, but real man, quick on that,
2: Yates. On. There's enough teams out there where you would think one or two would say, "Guys, the, let's let's at least kind of look into this."
5: Better than Taylor Heineken. That you know? happens all yeah. the
2: time I in the it. NFL, when the NBA, major baseball. Somebody price, overpaid somebody. He wants
5: Deshaun money. Nobody's getting Deshaun that,
1: that, money. But the, for me, I'm going to split the hair a tad. I, I think that being out on him because you think it's a bad fit is a different conversation than a quarter of the league just saying,
5: nope, we're no, good, and no, they need a that, quarterback. That's peculiar. I, yeah. I think if you add the two things together, though, they're, the, the most cynical view of Lamar Jackson's career, which is not a view that I hold, is that his best days are behind him and that he didn't even win when he was the best player he's been. That I mean, that's the cynical view. If you're going to throw $250 million guaranteed dollars at somebody, you can say, well, the guy who's won two in the time that he didn't win any is the guy that got less money than him. You know, I can understand it.
1: I believe that uh, Netflix has a quasi-documentary coming out about this next one. It was today in 2014, March 8th, 2014, that Malaysian Airlines flight MH370 just disappeared. Yep, just gone, and yep. they found a few pieces of wreckage here and there across the world, mostly in like uh, Eastern Africa, as yep. where a lot of this stuff has has washed up on shores. Jeez. But nobody knows exactly what, where, how, who, why. A lot of theories. Netflix is going to have a, a doc coming out trying to figure out exactly what happened with it. That is still, even though it was a 2014, nine years ago, yeah. that's no explanation. In, in the world we live in right now, yep. with all the tracking and all the things that we pay attention to, that a plane just disappeared. No
2: chance that, I'm watching that. that is, you're not watching One, no, I, I, I. I fly too many planes
5: it. to watch that and go to sleep at night straight up you know what i'm saying i don't need any more details on disappearing plane well that but that's what you one know on <laughs> that's <laughs> when
2: you know right, right right when you just said malaysia airlines it's like oh no i know it is yeah. I, and 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 the details were already you know you're looking back and i remember all the coverage on it hey could that be a part of, Oh, no it wasn't part of the plane you know they would just kind of um the search i guess you yeah. can call it that many years later, and I'm sure that much more research and everything else to still not have. They don't
1: know if it was the pilot did it. They don't know if it was hijacked. They don't know if it was a technical error, mechanical error. thanks. Just yeah. kind of poof, That's gone. That's not for me. Like, uh, un- unfortunately, accidents happen, but this is we don't even know if it was an accident. Hmm. It's pretty weird. Would John, you watch do you remember it? Remember that? The, are you gonna, are you in for the Malaysian Air Flight uh, documentary on Netflix? Sure, why not? Yeah, me too.
6: Yeah, their documents are great. All of them.
2: John's on planes, I'm on planes every. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
6: So, uh, I'm yeah. you know, I bring it on. Cargo's a little bit more precious any, when you're on the plane. Any, so. any
2: speculation
1: on what you guys think happened? Because it seems to me the most. What's, what's that? It's Occam's razor, right? The most logical yeah. explanation is probably the right one. The pilot decided
5: he was going to take me, it out. Or I'll say medical emergency. But I'll, I'll clear my own conscience. Where's the plane? medical emergency? Nobody it, knows. Nobody knows. Yeah. Like,
6: yeah. So it probably didn't go into the water and sink to the bottom, right? They no, but it, maybe the, it disintegrated. They pieces think that would. on
1: impact, that the pilot set it on this course, he disabled the oxygen, right? And so everybody basically suffocated on the plane. They He started flying more or less toward the South Pole. It runs out of gas in, somewhere over the Indian Ocean, and when it hits, it shatters into a million pieces.
6: You know who I blame?
5: Russell Westbrook. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't everything his fault? <laughs> oh, man. That's so... Uh, Go ahead. No, I was going to... If this is <laughs> I about think Malaysia, that what happened is this thing went underwater, and the waves and the depths of the ocean, of which we know very little about, swallowed that plane. It up. was either Russell Westbrook <laughs> or Frank McCourt. <laughs> One of those two people. Those are good scapegoats. <laughs> always always what good wonder scapegoats. that will
1: be on the Netflix <laughs> yeah, special. Exactly. With Weird. Russ in mind, let's go to Super Crosstalk.
6: Woo, woo 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 Momo today, John. Yeah, she, you know Ramona's gonna be late to her own funeral, so she'll be in, <laughs> in here uh, shortly. All right, and she'll be eating and uh, and talking. She'll have a phone in her left hand yep. and some type of food in her right. A hand. coffee. Breaking too. news yeah, for ESPN Clinton or Taylor will open the door for, her and she'll sit down. So say. <laughs> How's it going? And she'll have no idea that she's ten minutes late. Yeah, that that that's my. Mom. I
1: want to. I I want to be able to have that gear. I I start if I'm not ten minutes early, I start freaking out that I'm going to be thirty seconds late. I can't can't do it.
2: What did you tell that story one time where Kirk thought the pregame? Kirk's always early. Kirk. Well, Kirk. No, Kirk is never so, late. Oh, way, he's never
6: late. Yeah, Same with yeah. Michael Thompson. Never yeah. late. ever Ever.
1: kirk kirk and i've been doing rams pregame for all seven seasons the rams have been back yeah he has literally never been late but he also shows up about three minutes before we hit the air but never late so i've learned over seven years to not Mm -hmm. sweat Mm -hmm. it right yeah so this most recent i think it was the raider game actually we're the show starts and he's not there and i text him like yo where are you he's like we start at 3 30, right? I'm like, no, we started start at three. three. He had the time wrong. So he so
6: did he did he make it?
1: Not in time. Oh, he wow. he missed a good fifteen or twenty minutes, and I could I knew it bothered him as much as it would bother the three of us, because we're all pretty punctual. I want to go back to something you said about Russell Westbrook. Yeah. As currently constructed right now, obviously there's a lot of basketball left. Clippers are in this eight, Lakers are in the nine. I know I was looking at this today. <laughs> so you know where I'm going. How with this. great would it be? Right? All right. So here's what I was thinking.
6: The Clippers own the Lakers ten in a row and forty five out of fifty. I think. I mean, it's oh some insane God. number is, like that. Are you? Is that
1: an
2: exaggeration or is it really? I don't think so. Okay. Look it up. The Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, those yeah. years. Yeah, look, look up last. Look up
6: just sleep, type into a Google search: <laughs> Clippers Lakers last fifty games. I think it's forty five and 45. Smoke. I mean, they've just owned the Lakers yeah. um, since Chris Paul and Blake Griffin got there. But, but everybody thinks that when the chips are down, it's, it's like the Niners and the Rams. Yeah. The, the Niners have beat the Rams seven times in a row, I and mean, then they meet in the NFC Championship game, and the Niners wet the bed. If the Clippers were to lose to the Lakers in a one-game playoff, they would have, Steve Ballmer would have to take those billions and hire a truck of psychiatrists <laughs> to get that through that. Can you imagine? They have, they have dominated a team. You cannot dominate a team more than they well, have. Well, that,
1: that's what we were talking about. So I, I wonder if it's... And by the way, if they meet, I'm picking the Lakers. Well, that's where I was going. The, the Lakers and the Laker brand and what it means. And by the way, this team... Under this scenario, would have Anthony Davis playing very, very well. Right. The supporting cast. Maybe LeBron playing back. You Maybe know. LeBron back. So let's just put everybody has everybody. Okay. okay. Lakers are at full strength. The Clippers are at full strength. Okay. Is it a no-brainer to pick the Lakers? The, the no, Ma- it's not a no-brainer.
6: Um, the Lakers are a different team than they were the last ten times. they've Thirty-one lost and to them. seven
2: over that stretch right, since so, two thousand thirteen. All right. So
6: thirty. That, that it's that bad. Okay. You know. Um, and so. The the Lakers are a different team now, so are the Clippers in a lot of ways. But so I think you, you almost have to throw those records out. I just think that if the Clippers have dominated the Lakers in every conceivable way for 10 years, so mm-hmm. what would you say since 2013? It's 2013, yeah, we're so getting to that 2013, literally season. 10 years. Mm-hmm. And if the Lakers got them in the playoffs because they've never been in the playoffs ever, no, nope. in the history, of the does Chief this count because it's technically not game the playoffs? Of course, it counts. Play in is a playoff. Let's go. And they did. By the way, speaking of the Clippers, I was thinking about something. The, the, when Ramona gets here, she can comment on this more than I can because she talks to more people at the Clippers than I do. But the general consensus of media who cover the Clippers, anybody who's in the league would tell you, Paul George and Kawhi do whatever they want. All right? Mm-hmm. They, they tell you when they're going to play. They tell you when they're not going to play. They... If they're injured, they'll tell you when they're coming back. It's not it's not a collaborative thing. It's Kawhi will tell you when he's ready, and right. Kawhi I've will tell that. you when he wants to play blah blah blah. Paul George too. Yeah, both of them. Okay. And if you talk to people who have left that team, who were on it and left well, they that, will tell you well the speculation
1: was that one of the reasons that Doc and the Clippers kind of was they were they were at odds over that dynamic.
6: Right. And I heard that Ty Lu manages it. Like he yeah. Ty is one of the best coaches in the NBA. He'll say, Okay, um, so I've got to work around that, and then he does his thing, and he's he's able. They put together a pretty good team, but wouldn't I would? There's very few things that I would pay to be a fly on the wall. I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall when somebody I don't know who it was had to go to Paul George. And Kawhi Leonard and tell him, hey, tomorrow at 10, I need you at the Intuit Dome to hear (laughs) Balmer talk about About the bathrooms. And you got to wear this hard hat. All right. So uh, I'll see you there. (laughs) Toilets! I'll see you there at 10 o'clock. You just stand behind Balmer and let him talk about toilets. Kawhi was there at 830.
1: Like Kawhi is standing (laughs) directly behind Balmer and there's a, a still photo that's out there. And it's got that classic kawaii smile that weird kind of, <laughs> what am i what am i doing here kind of smile <laughs> it's pretty great yeah I, the, somebody either either
6: paid those guys to show up or told them it, it, there was an exchange of something there hey you do this and uh we'll send you a car we'll pay a, a stipend or something but there's there's almost no way. All right, a
1: little bit of breaking news here, guys. This just uh, came in. This is from uh, Sham Sharania, who tweeted, this just in, Glendale, Colorado police have closed their investigation into Grizzly star John Morant with no charge or crime. Quote, there was not enough available evidence to charge anyone with a crime.
6: Well, that was never going to be his problem. His problem is going to the be league. with the NBA. Um, which is why I disagree with you two guys, and maybe you guys have changed your position. But when we I talked about, you think he's he'll be back Monday? I think that he's
1: going to be back much sooner than later. Okay. I, I, yeah, I, I would not oppo- be surprised if opposite. he's back next week.
6: I think the opposite. I think he will not play a game this month. But uh, and then what's today, the eighth? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so basically, yeah. Thirty days so, left for the season end. Yeah, I think they need to make a loud statement now. David Stern, when he was the commissioner if you had a gun-related incident, he threw the book at you. Adam Silver has never punished a player for a gun-related incident. Now, when Javaris Crittenden and Gilbert Arenas got into it, and Arenas brought a gun into the locker room, he suspended Crittenden for the rest of the season. Turned out to be 38 games. He never played in another NBA game after that. Um, And he suspended Arenas for 50. Mm. And... Arenas is, there's a a clip running around on the internet where Arenas is doing a podcast and he said um, that David Stern basically called him in and told him, you're going to take this 50 game suspension Mm. or I'm coming after your contract. Mm. He said, if you're working for us, if you're working for the league
1: we can't have gun, re- you're, we're a corporate entity, we can't have gun related if, anything. If this were David Stern at the helm, yeah. I would not have the opinion that I have. I think that Adam Silver is far more collaborative, to use the the, the kind right. word. He's a, the he's, a, he's a players, he's a players, players commissioner. commissioner yeah. Yeah. And I think that the sooner he's back, the sooner it goes away. The sooner they can, be, look, we've looked into it, we've decided that we've talked to him, he's... We, we've we've worked with him, the, all the language that comes along with it, and they put him back out. Then it's not every time they play, the story isn't Ja Morant isn't here, the Grizzlies are sinking in the standings, et cetera, et, but et cetera.
2: Tra- He's I, just back out there. I think the hole in that is if they find evidence, if they find evidence that Ja Morant, and maybe this is how it goes away, this is how it doesn't go away if they find out John ja Morant actually had a firearm on the plane right. or in the locker room or that something along those lines.
6: Now you're going down the right road.
2: Then, then, then there's no, way, there's no way he road. doesn't serve 50 games.
6: Now, well, not I don't know chance. if it'll be 50. Well, not 50
2: is exactly but what you said about Mark Stein. Mark Stein like, had it. In, but there in,
6: is no – There, I, I looked this up today. There is no automatic anything. Okay, okay. Got um, it. I think Mark said that in a podcast. He's since gone back and corrected it. There's no automatic number. But you're you're barking up the right tree. How did that gun get from Memphis to Denver? And assume I also assume it got from Denver to L.A. because he flew with the team here, and then the video showed up. Um, the but
1: isn't it in the league's best interest, guys, to not prove
2: that if they don't have evidence? To, if, they, if, they, if they don't have evidence, you're not wrong. Not, you're, you're not wrong not on that. Really
1: aggressively well, look for it. The police,
6: right. the police in Colorado have closed the investigation, but I'm I'm sure the NBA hasn't. Um, and here's the other thing. Every team in the NBA has a staff of security guys that know everything. Mm. These guys know where, and, and by the way, they know all the police in all these towns and they know everything. And they tell these players left, right, and sideways, if you go out, take one of us with you, mm. Yeah, you know, that's why we're here. You know, if you're going out to a club, take take one of us. We'll you know we'll we'll stop problems before they happen. I don't know if John did that. I don't know if there was any of the Memphis security people there, but I guarantee you the Memphis security people know what happened.
1: All right, let me change subjects here a little bit. Maybe John needs a big brother like our listeners have big brothers. We were talking today John about fighting with your siblings. Okay, but like, Berkman told a story about his older brother giving him a typewriter. Pretty hilarious. Do you know what that is? Because it's unbelievably awesome. No. He would sit on his chest. Okay. He'd he have both knees, knees pinned pinning his yep. arms. Yeah. And basically type with his fingers on his chest, and then smack him on the head. Go ding, like he's hitting the return on a typewriter. That is spectacular! <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Yeah. By the, by the way, Greg,
6: if if if, uh, if your brother did that to you today, he would be canceled.
1: Uh, Greg would Greg would file
6: a restraining order against him. So it, it we were talking a, it about It would be a major viral <laughs> incident. Pretty gets, funny. Uh,
1: all these things. I used to fight with my brother. All the, I'm yeah. the older brother. I, yeah, have a, me too. I have a brother that's two yeah. years younger than I am. And I used to pick on him and, and do all this. These I didn't do the typewriter, but I yeah. did other terrible things until he smacked me one time, and that was right. the end of it. And that it. was the end. That was it. Did, did you guys, when you guys were growing up, are you familiar with an
6: atomic sit-up? Yes. Do you know what an atomic sit-up is? The no. most popular em, em, move
1: in a Major League em, Baseball club. Emily, do you
6: know what an atomic sit-up is? <laughs> I do not. Okay, so this is a big thing when I was in a fraternity in college. <laughs> so you'll you'll be walking down the hallway, and they'll always pick out a, of a, a victim. It's somebody new who's never seen this happen before and we would do it to somebody every year. So they would say like, hey, Sleeve was coming up the stairs. And Sleeve would be like a pledge, somebody new in the fraternity. And they would go, Atomic sit-up. So we'd get like ten guys in a room. And I would be down on the ground doing like like trying to do a sit up crunches. And you would walk by and you go, What's what's going on? And he goes, Ireland thinks he can do an atomic sit-up. And you would say, What's that? He goes, it's an equilibrium thing. If you get down on each side, if you get a guy on each side and they yell as loud as they can in Ireland's ears, he won't be able to do the sit-up. You can't. It messes with your equilibrium. So I'm down on the ground in sit-up position. I do a regular sit-up. Mm-hmm. I go, okay, I'm good. Two friends of mine, one in each ear, screaming as loud as they can. Ah! And I am ah, can't do it. And you're like, that's impossible. I can't be. and I'd go, Slee, it's real. You gotta try it. So you would get down and do it. I go, close your eyes, it'll help. So you close your eyes, I go, do a regular sit up. And you do the regular sit up. And then I go, Okay, you ready? And you say, Yeah. I go, Okay, close your eyes and, and you're gonna it's gonna be you're gonna to put a little more effort into it, but just pop up as fast as you can as soon as you hear the yelling. <laughs> so you get down, you close your eyes, you're in sit up position, two guys start yelling at you. I
2: think I know where this goes.
6: In the meantime, with your eyes when your eyes are closed, somebody drops their pants yep. and squats over you, and you slam your face right into their naked bottom, and that's an atomic sit up, and everybody laughs hysterically, and you're like, I can't believe I just fell for that. That's what that's what the typewriter reminded me of. <laughs> that, that, that.
1: that is the move of every rookie in every major league club. It, it happens over and over. That's a and perfect over again. setup. It is. Did we? Did you torment your brother? No, but he was, it was weird
6: because my brother and I were four grades apart. So we only spent, we spent very little time together in school. Like when I was a senior, he was a freshman, but that was it. And, and so I didn't give him too hard of a time. My, my friends kind of looked out for him. So he got off, he got off easy. We had some interesting
2: stories from some callers.
1: We had people going through drywall. We had assaults in the hallway. We had Basically. one guy whose brother kicked his sister in the stomach just because she was standing there in his way. All, all Again, sorts of fun guy stuff. does that today. He's canceled. <laughs> By the way, I know you guys got here, but Sleet,
6: I've been going to Laker games for 25 years. That game last night was one of my top five favorite games of all time.
2: I'm with you. Really? I, I told, All the time. I told Trav in the break. Really? It, I told Trav Travis, in the break. It was
6: so incredibly cool. The
2: vibe was awesome. Pal was amazing. Um, he was. They actually won the game in a game where they went over to ninth place. There was a great vibe yesterday. I know that sounds crazy to say, but I'm with you.
6: Yeah. I, well. So you, first of all, you walk in, and every seat is covered in a Gasol jersey. Uh-huh. All right. So there's this mood of okay, we're here to we're we're like at a wedding. Sure. We're here to honor this guy, and Gasol walks in holding his daughter Elizabeth who's not even two, by the way, Elizabeth Gianna Gasol, yep. Named, yep. middle name named after Gigi. And he's holding a start and the, the game starts and they start playing these videos at every time out of all the stuff Gasol did when he was on the Lakers, of when he got here. I, there was an interview they played that I did with him. Like, are you having as much fun as it looks? Mm-hmm. You know, blah, blah, blah. He's like, this is awesome. Uh, he goes, can't wait to see where it goes, blah, blah, blah. And when the videos are over, He's in tears. Mm
2: -hmm. And I'm like,
6: how is this dude going to make it through halftime? He's a mess now.
2: And everybody's reaction. So like when he stood up and he's in tears and he's kind of holding his heart and he's waving to the crowd and everybody's just kind of standing up, giving love to who the hell doesn't love Pau Gasol? Like it was just, that's the vibe that you felt.
6: His, there was this, they, they start the halftime ceremony and Vanessa Bryant comes on the screen. And by the way, I'm going to play all this stuff at 2 o'clock. I'm going to play Vanessa, Kobe, and Pau at 2 o'clock. But Vanessa says, congratulations. They're very close. She says, congratulations. Um, I'm so sad Kobe's not here, but he knew this day would come. Take a look at this. And she throws to this video. Yep. And somebody found Kobe at a dinner mm-hmm. like 10 years ago. And they asked him, hey, you think Pau ever gets his number retired? And Kobe goes, are you kidding? Mm-hmm. Of course. He goes, he goes, I can't wait to be there. We're all going to be in Staples Center, and we're all going to be honoring him, and, and I'm going to be the first one in line, and it's going to be great. And so that now all of a sudden, so this voice from beyond has sure. has taken you to the moment where you are. And Powell gets out there, and I go, I, I looked at Michael, I go, he's not going to make it through. And he goes six brilliant. minutes, brilliant. and it's just Perfect. Awesome. Yeah. And then the Lakers, who were down by one, come out and play great in the second half, and he's sitting there watching. It was, Travis, it was, I am so glad I was there. I'm sure you feel the same way. Uh, I rank it right up there with Kobe's 60 point game, some of the title games I went to. It was, It was. nobody does ceremony like the Lakers. And last night, they knocked it out of the park. It was
2: great. And, and 16 goes right next to number 24.
6: Uh, right. And just- I used I use your line, and I gave you credit. Uh, no, it was candy. Andy Kemeneski's line that I thought was great. 16, right in the middle of 8 and 24. Oh. There you go. Think about it. Jeez. 8 plus 8 is 16 plus 8 is 24, and now they're up on the wall together.
1: Cool. Oh, it's big time hey. makeup Ramona. Hey. TV yeah, Ramona. I got lashes. You look T- good. TV Ramona lashes. is in <laughs> the house. She's here for Mason and, <laughs> and Island. Super Crosstalks powered by in and out Burger. That's what a hamburger's all about.